And welcome back to the Morning Moxie Show. I'm Alicia Sharp, your host. And today on the show, we have Priscilla Shire. She is talking to us about the fact that many times in life, God wants to give us something, but we don't stay where we need to stay in order for us to receive it. We're trying to be somewhere else or do something else or go somewhere else. But God wants us in a place, and so he keeps putting us in this place, but we don't. Then, but then we continue to run away from that place because that's not where we want to be. But he needs us to be there for him to give us what he wants to give us. Sometimes we think we know better, or we just don't want to be in these places. I know that's the case for me. A lot of times we don't learn what we need to learn where God has placed us or where we are in our lives. So we can, it's like kind of like going around the mountain, around the mountain, in the desert, constantly over and over and over for 40 years, the Israelites spent in the desert because they didn't learn the lesson that God had for them to learn. And so it's important for us to really hear God and to be patient with him. Here's Priscilla. I have three siblings. My youngest sibling is a brother. His name is Jonathan, but you know, he's my baby brother, so it doesn't seem like he's dignified enough for me to call him by his full name. We call him John John. <laughs> John John has five children. His oldest is Kelsey. She is really a gem to us because now he has three children, but at the time she, or three girls, but at the time she was born, she was the only girl around. I had three boys, my sister had a bunch of boys, and so all of a sudden when Kelsey came by our youngest brother, she was just the gem of all of our, all of our eyes. She was the little girl, and let me tell you, she's a sassy thing. She's precocious, she's got a little rebellious, stubborn streak, you know, the kind that's cute when you're one but don't work out too well when you're 13. We just used to watch her with all of her precociousness and her sassiness and just kind of revel and enjoy the entire thing. And so as I see that now taking shape in the form of leadership, that's what it looks like now as it's being formed and molded as she enters into her teenage years. But we often sit and reminisce about this precocious, sassy little thing and what it looked like when she was a toddler. And at one point, John John was sharing with me something I had not been there to see um, in person, so I had the opportunity to just hear it secondhand from him. He recounted the time that Kelsey had gone over to the big box in the kitchen that has the food in it, the refrigerator. She stood her little two-year-old self in front of the big box. She pointed at it and said, eat. So he picked up his little two-year-old and he took, him, took her over to the table to prepare her to eat. He walked away so that he could get the food, but she, now just feeling far removed from the big box that actually has the food in it, she commenced to throw a temper tantrum. She had a whole fit. She wiggled her way out of the seat. She walked back over toward the big box in the kitchen that had the food. She pointed up at it and said, Daddy, eat. He picked her up. He marched her right back over to the seat, put her in her seat at the table. He walked away to get the food. She commenced to throw a temper tantrum, have a hissy fit. This time, she not only swiggled her way out of the chair, but actually 
stomped her little feet as she walked back across the kitchen to stand in front of the big box to point at it and say eat. Over and over he is telling me this story about how he kept having to pick her up and put her in the seat, how she kept throwing a temper tantrum and squiggling her way out of the seat and marching back over to demand what she wanted. He recounted for me the frustration building on the inside of him as he tries to get this little girl to realize that the place where he's putting her is actually the place she has to be to receive what it is that she's asking him for. And she keeps throwing fits because she doesn't want to be there. And here I am laughing, me and Jonathan, back and forth as we're giggling as he recounts this story. And I was in mid-laugh when the Holy Spirit stopped me in my tracks and said to me, don't laugh too long or too hard, Priscilla, because that sounds just like you and me. You ask me for things. And then I keep on putting you in the place you need to be to receive what you've asked me for. And over and over and over again, you have turned your back on those places or positions or people. You have walked away, you have rebelled, or you have completely ignored what it is that I've asked of you. But Priscilla, unlike your brother who is a good father but not a perfect one, I am a perfect daddy. And my patience is sufficient for you. You, Priscilla, he said, do not have the capacity to wear me out. I am patient for the second chance and the third chance and the fourth chance, the 50th chance that you need for all the times, y'all, that we have rebelled and we've turned our back and we have ignored him and we have rebelled against his wishes for our lives. I came to tell you today, just flew a couple hours over from Dallas to let you know that his grace is sufficient for you. That was Priscilla Shire, and you can find that on YouTube if you search under Powerful Priscilla Shire Sermons. His grace is sufficient for you. Priscilla Shire 2021. You can also find out more information at her website, which is goingbeyond.com. I hope that you have a fabulous day today and that you know how much God loves you and that you are called to live a 320 life more than you can imagine. God bless you.